0: The Welcome to the program. Good How was your King tennis ball? game today? Win lose? Uh, no. it
1: actually wasn't tennis. Too
0: cold. <laughs> I didn't what was go it was for a walk. Just for a walk no,
1: today. I'm just trying to it, it's uh it's been a little bit of a scramble window into my life. Um I thought I was having an easy weekend and flying to Jacksonville doing easy peasy few hits on the New York Giants who are playing down there. And first thing yesterday morning, right after I've gotten back from New York City, I get a phone call. Hey, can you man the sideline for the Titans Colts? So mm-hmm. while my husband is in Virginia and I am single parenting and doing a radio show in town, I am now trying to bone up on the Colts and the Titans. Ooh. And oh, by the way, my house is a disaster too, which is a whole <laughs> other thing. You can't. You don't have. A I cave. called my husband. No, but Adam, you'll appreciate this one. I called my husband this morning, and I said. Matt, I am just like scrambling and I know that all the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show asks of me is about 20 minutes, but I'm just dying here and he said, mm-hmm. remember the conversation we had with Adam about how great partnerships, sometimes one person carries you and sometimes the other person carries you and sometimes everybody carries their own weight. Mm-hmm. And he said if today Adam needs to carry you, he'll carry you. I'll carry.
0: You, I'll pick you up. That's exactly <laughs> right. You're pretty light.
1: I got <laughs> you. Know, I'm your guys. By the way, I (laughs)
0: hope when they asked you, can you man the sidelines, you said no, but I can woman the (laughs) sidelines. You know
1: what? I don't don't think actually that that was the phrase that was used. (laughs) It's so much fun to, uh, it's so much fun to be on the sideline. It's so much fun to be thought of that hey they're in a pickle they need someone and the first person they think to call is me and uh I don't think it's supposed to be cold or rainy in Tennessee so knock on wood that's Good. got me excited I, I yeah. actually
2: think there's an interesting storyline with the Titans because they they drafted uh Malik Willis right do I got that right yeah. Malik right. Willis? right and yes Ryan it Tannehill, is Malik Willis. like when Ryan Tannehill first went to Tennessee they're like wow this guy's been reborn and now it's like eh like, if you're a Titans fan, you're not excited about Ryan Tannehill. Is there any – I'm curious, is there any rumblings of Malik Willis getting an opportunity? Or are they comfortable just sticking with Tannehill? Or is it I, I don't think it the at the
1: moment – Well, of course, as I just told you, I just found out. So I haven't necessarily made all my calls yet. I I don't think that that's something that's incredibly imminent. You know, one of the things that we knew about Malik Willis coming out is that he had a lot of raw talent, but that he was very, very, very raw. And there obviously was a learning curve. And part of the appeal of Kenny Pickett was that he was considered far and away the most pro ready prospect of any of these rookie quarterbacks. That's why it was such an odd rookie quarterback year. But um, I think what was notable is when Ryan Tannehill was asked about Willis he was um I wouldn't call it salty but not necessarily Mm. like oh yeah I can't wait till he's here and he's under my wing or anything like that you know it wasn't necessarily an Alex Smith Patrick Mahomes moment it was a little bit more a Ben Roethlisberger Mason Rudolph moment Mm
0: -hmm. but Brett Favre and Aaron (laughs) Rodgers yeah
1: yeah I guess that too so It's funny how we sort of allow that at that position. We accept that at that position. You know, any other position, you bring in a great pass rusher, you're expected to help the next great pass rusher. You're expected to help the next great middle linebacker. And it's sort of like, yeah, it's on you to go ahead and try to beat me. But at quarterback, feelings are um, maybe a little bit more, maybe the nicer way to say is you might be a little bit more into your feelings.
0: Interesting. I know that you're, you're, you're up to your neck now in Titans Colts, but I really, we want to get your thoughts on, the Ravens and the Browns, two teams that you know very well. How do you see this football game playing out? What it, What are the prospects for a Browns victory on Sunday?
1: I just, you know, it's, um, it, it's funny. This was a conversation that I had with Jacoby Jones earlier in the year. He was asked a question by a member of my crew. Um, well, you know, these first four games are winnable games. And... For me, it's like, if you're a professional athlete, you better go into every game thinking it's a winnable game. And, you know, that's essentially what Jacoby was also saying, that it's sort of a silly question because you don't line up and play. You don't put your uniform on if you don't think that you have a great chance. The trouble right now is that I just don't feel that I have a great handle on either of these teams. I think that they're both underachieving and underachieving in very different ways. I think that the Browns are just not – playing nearly up to their potential, which is what we have been talking about ad nauseum, And I know we talked about Tuesday, the Ravens are not closing out games. It's it's their, what is that cliche? They're snatching defeat from the hands of victory as evidenced by what happened last week against the giants. I mean, they had that game one and all of a sudden Lamar Jackson is throwing a pick and oh my goodness. And I, that's very, very odd for a John Harbaugh team. Very odd. You know, a year ago, that team was as good as any, except for the fact that 20 major contributors and starters went down. And despite that, at the end of the season, they were still in every single game and lost by one or two points to top teams over and over again. And it was just sort of needing one more play. Well, now it's that whole finishing thing. And You kind of expect that when you have a young quarterback. If I say that to you about the Jacksonville Jaguars who have a first year head coach and a young quarterback and are sort of learning what it means to be a professional for the first time, it would make sense. But in Baltimore, it doesn't make sense. So this is, again, why I'm a bit confused. Um, So I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know how it's going to play out. I mean, the question started, (laughs) how do you see this playing out? I really don't, because it all depends on who shows up. Is it Lamar Jackson, MVP candidate, and world-beating Ravens, and tough as can be? Then, okay, the Browns have a tough go, especially the way they've been playing. Do the Browns finally wake up and get their act together and do all the little things that they need to do and seemingly be on the same page and run the ball well? You know, like, I don't – it's so many – If, if, if. It's so many caveats.
2: It is hard to predict. Yeah, it does feel like a hard game to predict because as much as we want to say, well, the Browns have been awful, the Ravens have been just so bad. As bad as the Browns have been in the fourth quarter, the Ravens have been even worse because they have collapsed in four straight games. They did manage to kick the game winning field goal in the Bengals game, but they collapsed, like, epically in all four of these games. Yes. And the thing with Lamar is... Like, I've always been, even though he's a Raven, I've always liked Lamar, and I've liked his game. But he was not good. A, there's a weird thing about Lamar. I don't get what it is. It, it it feels like some people are afraid to ever criticize him. If you criticize him, it's like you're saying he sucks, which is not true. You can criticize a guy and not say he sucks. I, Lamar obviously doesn't suck. But he was not very good last year. And he's his play can be inconsistent. At times, he looks like, how does anybody stop this guy? And then there's other times where he throws the worst picks, where he just yeah. looks completely lost, and it's it's strange. But he's he, even this year, his play's been up and down. Now, he doesn't have a great talent well, around that him besides Andrews, but his play's been inconsistent.
1: And I, I think that that's something that he's talked about for a few years, that that's the goal is the consistency. You know, he clearly became a better thrower of the football in year two than he was in year one. He's worked every off season to get better at some part of his game. And something we've heard, did somebody just pop champagne? Is that no, we're shooting what baskets. They're shooting, oh. they're shooting baskets. Very rude, Aditi. Jason, very rude. Jason threw That's how goal. engaging I am that you're no. shooting baskets right now?
2: Aditi, they do Mikey. it in every interview. <laughs> they do it in every interview. They
3: literally do rude. it in every interview. What and their rude? shooting percentage is horrendous. <laughs> <You> <laughs>
1: miss every, th- I
3: think Jason might be like Shaq from the free throw. I am <laughs> like, like 0 honestly. for 7. Jay's streaky. Jay's like J.R. Smith. Some days he might yeah, get 7 9. Some days, some days he might go 1 Yeah, but is
1: that a sign of how not engaging I am?
0: As oh, soon as we're done with our water baskets? or our Gatorade, we, we, we take, just the it. take the shot. Take the shot. I can't believe you heard that. It has nothing to do with your content. It's, it, it's no. Aditi, your content is mesmerizing, I promise you. Oh, By the way, please. Aditi, I don't Jason,
1: do it. Jason, I'm a mother. I hear everything. <laughs> I think it's because I back <laughs> it, my head. It, my mother had, but I hear everything.
4: It did kind of sound like a champagne bottle, Pop. <laughs> Aditi, do not Isn't say. Isn't that?
1: You- like a tool
4: do not say mother that hard it that much emphasis i was scared i
1: said whoa yeah i know when you started that i, I, I thought, thought just, i thought so you know, with I this make you feel a little better they
3: do do this all the time i promise you they've done it during your interviews before too we're miss was so bad it was loud enough that you heard it through there so it's Jason, like jason will go to bed tonight now. knowing his miss was so horrendous yeah all million people watching right now heard that through the YouTube. It stream. was a brick. That's how bad it and was. And by the way, what I can't, do?
1: what, what, is Cle- what does Jason's shirt say? I can't read it.
5: Cleveland, oh, I'm glad you mentioned that. It's a Cleveland Clothing Company shirt. They uh, they did the shirts for the show. Oh, that's a good one. And I stopped and picked it up. <laughs> Cleveland, it's not that bad. Have a beer. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that's clever.
1: Shout out. We're a not great Detroit. Shirt. A really uh. good one.
5: Shout out Cleveland really Clothing Company. I stopped and picked this one up uh, yesterday, the day before. So yeah.
1: So I don't know what company this is, but I saw a great one on a woman at First Energy Stadium on Sunday, and it said, If you're going to be salty, bring me the tequila.
5: Yeah, I like that. Isn't
1: that a good one? Yeah, that's, that's a really good, one. good.
5: That's a good one. That's good. That is Hey, what they
1: I feel, do. I it- feel like Oh, well, really quickly, there's a novelist yeah. I love, John Lescro, and he writes these um, kind of um, criminal lawyer suspense, Dismas Hardy. And uh, I mean, yeah, Dismas Hardy and Abe Glitzky, whatever. I recommend him highly, he's amazing. But he's got a character, Will Farrell, who always wears interesting t-shirts. And he's a lawyer, so he just wears the interesting t-shirts underneath his suit. And I feel like that would be such a fun shtick, but I don't know if I have enough money to invest in cool t-shirts. <laughs> Unless maybe the Cleveland shit. Clothing Company wants to sponsor me. I have there slogans, I can offer the slogans.
2: I got four there or go. five cool ones yesterday. throw that out there. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be seeing them all. By,
1: by the way, Aditi, when these I, I took guys – I off the rails. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Right,
2: Go. I was going to keep it off the rails because when these guys throw their bottles when uh, Leroy Horde is on, they're not paying attention to a word he <laughs> said. Not a word. But well, Leroy's so engaged. He doesn't care. Leroy doesn't <laughs>
1: yeah. care if
0: anybody's <laughs> – yeah, That's right? true. Le- no. Leroy, Leroy-, Leroy- Leroy's in his room right now talking to the camera.
2: Right, right. He he doesn't know he's not on.
0: It doesn't even matter what questions we ask. He just goes wherever he wants to go. He's on a dissertation. His new name is Phil A. Buster. And he is in that room 24 hours a day saying, you know how hard it is in this league to get five yards.
2: And there's nobody listening. And guess what? And guess what?
0: He's still going. Oh man. Oh, wait,
1: I, I have to say something. So yeah. as you guys know, you caught me. I just came in from my workout and I very quickly, instead of like showing you my Under Armour shirt, I put a scarf on, a very lovely, like nice big scarf. I sat down, I was ready to go. And I said to Mikey, oh no, wait, it's purple. So I ran in the room and mm. threw on a green sweater instead. Jay oh, wait, what, is wearing
2: I mean, what, what's,
4: what's Jay's excuse? That's true,
2: Jay is wearing Jay's purple. Wearing purple.
0: And black, purple. like, are you black. allowed
1: to wear purple as a Cleveland person? So what are you I allowed am. to wear purple during Ravens week?
0: Yeah. I am. Yeah, I checked my contract. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you probably didn't even think about it. But Did I didn't give it what no. I, I give zero thoughts to anything I put on any day of the week. Yeah, yeah. So ever. <laughs> you know, what's funny when I had just moved to Cleveland,
2: Seriously? <laughs> I had just moved to Cleveland. Aditi. I had been here just like a couple of weeks and I was going to uh, a bar. Uh, the barley house actually and then we were gonna go to the browns seahawks preseason game and i was i i didn't even think anything about it and my shirt was seahawks colors but i didn't even think and we i'd been here two weeks and, and somebody's i was actually with uh, our old buddy Chuck booms at the time and he's introducing me to people we're starting a new sports show blah 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 blah. and uh there you go by the way i'm wearing Seahawks
4: colors by the way that doesn't you know it's fun doesn't doesn't apply to uh African Americans uh we actually wear opposing teams hats that's true like and we get away with that all the time Yankees no, hat. I would say what? you get away with it we killed LeBron for wearing a oh, Yankees oh, hat oh, oh wh- no oh no we came to the the, the back of LeBron because we, everyone knows as an African-american young male everybody has Yankees hats yeah. including CC Tabathia, who co-signed it to say yeah you are right we get we wear Yankees hats all the time yeah I guess he's I'm...
1: Yeah, I don't. It's funny because as a reporter, I've been called out. I can't tell you how many times I remember my first year at the NFL Network, I had a shirt that was a blue, not a Giants blue, but I thought a blue. When I wore it in Pittsburgh, people accused me of wearing a Raven's purple. And when I wore that same shirt in Washington, they said, Why are you wearing Giants colors? Oh like God. it's funny. Everybody takes it at least the team seemed to take it very, very that seriously. Is weird. Yeah, and you know, bias yeah. one way. It that you know I wore Baltimore. That, it was a pink coat in Baltimore when the Steelers were there. And I had my Twitter mentions blow up by Steelers fans being like, How dare you wear purple? in a Steelers
0: game in Baltimore. I, I, and I was yeah. like, hey, awesome. People are yeah. such well, dopes. Those yeah. are the people, Aditi, every decision in their entire life that they make revolves around their team. Like, why would yeah. anybody think that the clothing choice you make <laughs> is a statement of your fandom unless it says Ravens on it? Right. Like, okay, it right. colors, Fair. especially pink and purple, like what's their problem? Not, well, I'm just telling you
1: that I've been, yeah, I've been a subject to that. So clearly I was going to call you out, Jay, because I was highly That's sensitive fair. to it myself. Hey,
0: I'm, I'm would okay. Have been you know what I, just, here's what you respond. I don't show up at 7-Eleven and tell you how to run the Slurpee machine. <laughs> so don't tell me how to do my job. Okay? <laughs> you good? It matches
1: yeah. good. If yeah. it matches right. with There's my time.
0: shoes, I'm rolling with it.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, Hedini, let's let's hard. get back to before you go, let's get back to the okay. to the game here between the Browns and Ravens. Obviously, for the Browns, I mean this—I I hate to say a must-win—but if they lose, you know, if they lose this game, if they lose the next two, it's a must-win. Bull. It is. The season's over. I it mean, is. you know, and then you're thinking about maybe trading Kareem Hunt or or who knows, and then it's all about next year and Deshaun Watson. Do you look at it as a must-win or because first place is three and three right now, is it not? Is that too early to say? It? I'm going to do
1: that same. Um, I'll do that same player thing every week is a must win every week you go out there there are so many limited opportunities that yeah you do have to make up ground but the flip to that I'll say so you want that approach you want that urgency you certainly want that team walking in that building and saying okay this is essentially akin (gasps) to a playoff game we go. But if it doesn't work, it doesn't necessarily mean the end. And I'll remind you, Adam, I think you were still in New York. That Giants team that I covered, that last won a Super Bowl in Indianapolis against the Patriots, lost four in a row at the end of November and start of December, seemed dead in the water. I mean, they played a horrible game early in December against Washington. And you just thought, holy cow, is this team terrible. And then they beat the Jets at Christmas. They did indeed win a must win to get into the playoffs a Sunday night last week of the season against the Cowboys. And then they rattled off four straight wins to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, so you never until you're officially eliminated, you are not eliminated. That's true. But that's at two and
0: five. Two it, it, it
1: I mean, it's and- a big hole. It's, it's one hole, thing to be three remember, games
0: under 500. Didn't,
1: didn't we just see the Dolphins, but didn't we just see the Dolphins start like one and seven and then rattle off seven straight wins or something like that? So it is possible, it's Highly but unlikely. why don't we just make it start now? Like, that's right. my point. It's kind of like that line in When Harry Met Sally, when you figure out who you want to spend the rest of your life with, you want the rest of your life to start right now. Okay, well, if you want to make a run, start that run right now. Yeah. I'm just saying to the fans, don't be jumping off the ledge and giving yeah. up on the season if it doesn't go right. But to the players, I'd say, okay, soon enough. All right, we're a few weeks late, getting well, our act together, Or
2: us You end up singing Surrey <laughs> with a Fringe on top in front of Ira, in front of Ira. <laughs> Did not love
0: that That's not movie? That's a great movie. But all time great movie. So, but, yeah. but Aditi, <laughs> uh, you're right. It's, it's, unless you're mathematically eliminated, it Sally, is not know. a must win. <laughs> However, because the league is leaning so heavily on (laughs) analytics, I would just share with you that the percentage of teams that make the playoffs when starting 2-5, and I don't even know. Yeah, I mean, it's probably like 5% or less. No, I'd say it's less than that. Yeah. I would say it's less than that. Because at that point, it's not that you can't come back from that. It's that that's who you are at seven games. You're just not very good. So how are you going to think, that a team that's not very good is suddenly going to completely flip the screen. You'd have to go five and two to get back to 500. With Ooh, three well, and that, that's the
1: bigger problem. That's it is, the, issue. It, the bigger problem is how are you trending in your play as opposed exactly. to how are you trending in your results? And yeah, we're not seeing that. any play that's giving us tremendous confidence
0: right now, now. You made a point earlier though, the reason it's so tough to handicap this game with the Ravens and the Browns is because I don't know that you can find two teams in the league where there's such a gap between their ceiling and their floor. They both can be very, very good. And they both can suck. And when there's that big of a difference and you don't know what you're going to get week to week, it's hard to think that suddenly you're going to get the ceiling seven games out of nine from here on out or whatever. It's it's, it's just
1: Well, and that's exactly why I said this is such a perplexing matchup because, I mean, if... You're watching most of last week, and the Ravens have the Giants, who are ostensibly one of the best teams in the NFC all of a sudden, on the ropes, and then they pull that collapse, as you said. And now it's suddenly, is it? it's what we talked about with the Browns from week one to week two to now when you're giving up the big plays. Is it a one-off? Is it a trend? Is it your identity? Yeah, that's and exactly right. So you, know, you think with the Ravens initially okay maybe that was just a really weird thing then the second time it happens you're saying yeah is this turning into a trend the third time Justin Tucker bails them out and so you're like okay we're bucking it but then when it happens the fourth time yeah, is this who you are are you
3: yeah. that's who no? you are and
1: so well uh, I, I mean yeah and I never count out a John Harbaugh team ever no, so
0: they, they do have the Harbaugh factor although he hasn't seemed to have that John Harbaugh fastball this year I know you got to go study up on the Colts and the Titans, enjoy the game, and we will see you next week. Thank you so much. As always, great stuff. Right, the- awesome. Wait a second. Thanks, real guys. quick,
2: a very, very, yeah. very quick question before you go. If you had to have okay. an elephant, an alligator, or a kangaroo as a pet, which would you take?
1: Oh, man. That's a good well, you could ride the elephant. Like, I'm thinking of the big elephant waist but it just mm. feels like the elephant would be the most fun and they would all have waste anyway. True. So at least the elephant waste is like big enough to pick up. So yeah. elephants. I would choose the elephant because Boy, I could ride the elephant and the elephant could water my daughter and you know, and I love elephants, water you know this, right?
0: Yeah, but your pet bag you is actually the elephants? size of a glad bag. There you go. Oh, there, yeah, she's a you fan. You
1: see my elephants? Can you see I, my uh, penchant elephants. for elephants? Do you know so why? Do you know why I love elephants? Why? because elephant mothers are the strongest mothers out there and they are known to kill to protect their family Ooh, and if so. they find orphaned elephants they take them in as their own
4: and wow. when they give birth the the calf elephant has to be up and walking in like 5 minutes
1: yeah they no yes, they're tiger them moms off. Not,
2: yeah. like, not like babies that we tiger are tiger
1: moms we should call them elephant moms frankly They're elephant moms right? exactly now. Yeah.
0: All right, <laughs> all right, Aditi. I had to right. get that question. Thanks, Aditi. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Your feed bill would be ridiculous. And I'd take a kangaroo to pick, to, to clean up after them. Mm-hmm. Like with ooh, a dog, delicious. you know, you turn the bag inside out, and you <laughs> grab it, and then you flip it. I but hate how, doing ooh, that. How are you doing that with an elephant? I want a kangaroo because they're badasses. A you got a shovel. Did you guys see that video? of The kangaroo beating the
4: crap out of beating that the
0: living crap out of that guy. <clears> a couple, <throat> back, that throat> maybe throat> a month or two <throat> ago. Kangaroos
4: are jacked. They are jacked. And yeah. they have razor sharp claws too. They don't play, man.
0: But I would have to. I would have to have them from an infant so I could train him so he doesn't turn on me. And you keep your phone in
4: his pouch. <laughs> Never put <laughs> your hand in the game. Your mind pouch. goes in <laughs> so many crazy ways. That pouch. Uh, by the way, <laughs> yeah. is- you, This just tell you too much time on your hands. The fact that those those things grow inside <laughs> the pouch, as a like the pouch the is jimmy's? all. The jellies. Yeah, they're all they're all self-contained in that pouch. They yeah. get all their food. They just be in there. I like it, to it, hang out in the pouch. Pause. <laughs> That's quote board material. Yes, it is. Cool. I'd like to hang out <laughs> in the pouch. Well, uh, that pouch comes with certain risks. Oh, Six <laughs> of my head, peeking out of a kangaroo's pouch. That's some Peter Griffiths stuff. <laughs> it, it is. A pouch. You're right. That's, that's a Peter Your mind goes. Hey, what's
0: goes, going goes on around
4: here?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Get me out of here. Game's on. Hey,
3: right. real quick, guys. Hey, is the the markers for chewing false, so are they under the table? Uh, I don't feet? know.
0: Yeah, yes. yeah, there's a whole All bunch of right. right. them. Anthony's
3: are? gonna pass out oh, the boards for true and false. I'm gonna read a couple super chats. Oh, we real got
2: quick. normal size. I like that hockey Jersey man. Whatever we read, what the internet oh, is are. saying we we broke broke in by good a is not what we friend at PCC
3: Airfoils, looking for a, so a job with career advancement and great benefits. PCC Airfoils is the leading manufacturer in Northeast
4: Ohio. Okay. All
3: locations of PCC Airfoils in Eastlake, Lake Wickliffe, and Do they have erasers?
4: Jay, good. Jay, you wave waving that like an like a old Kid, black lady. Uh, they're hiring for all positions starting
3: at $18 and <laughs> <laughs> up, plus full benefit packages, paid time off, and a oh, signing bonus time, by onlineprecast.com yeah. slash careers. To learn more, we got a couple super chats while Anthony's hey, passing Wait a second. Out.
2: Everybody's got a PCC heart. Everybody's got a PCC heart. Get, <laughs> paid, good, get paid good money when you play your part. Everybody's got a PC PCC hard <laughs> Well, we got to <laughs> talk before
3: one. the show. Be
0: the jingle or not. I like that. I, I mean, like yeah, you just like threw right through it. I yeah. like that. Was that was good that he said everybody's yeah, got to play
4: the part. And, and he sold it. He just kept going like he got through the first verse, <laughs> got to the second, got to the hook. I like it. I like shout it. out to Anthony's mom because we don't have a budget to buy these things, Anthony's mom. Bro, bought you can't these for us. say that, man. You can't just say shout out like We that. have the budget with our not comu- spending in it. In our community and <laughs> be like, shout out to Anthony's mom. What? what would you Wait, Do <laughs> I have what? amnesia? Uh, I remember Anthony's mom before we play the game.
1: Before
2: we play
4: the
3: game, couple of super chats real quick. Charles T. says, Detroit Hill make a huge difference in the playing Greg Newsome and John <laughs> Johnson III? Uh, Kenneth Yabalowski says, Betonio agreed with John Johnson. He says, uh, it starts with the coaches. Do you think calling out players and coaches in the media is a sign of bigger problems? Leroy hit on that yesterday. Damian Frederick says, I think Mike Zimmer's at Jackson State with Prime. And Georgia Peach says, I want a UCSS No, he's not
0: at Jackson State.
3: Yeah, he's not either. So He's rambling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just reading the super checks. That's what I do. I get paid to read the super checks. you guys ready to play?
1: Oh yeah, and now Show wait a
3: So yeah. the, the defending
0: Ooh. champ <laughs> and he's won like. No, and just so y'all uh, know, real quick.
3: Tyvis sent his answers in. He went seven and one. Oh
0: my Okay, listen. That doesn't care bubble. I'm calling foul on Tyvis. He's won count. like five, this, this seven a, and one. He's researching these guys. All of them. Last week he came in and he knew who we were gonna go with. You're gonna tell me he didn't look up his bio. Tyvis, I know you. You're too competitive. Yeah. This is a this is a guessing game. No, nah, he's out. He's not There's here There's no he knowledge get... on these questions. It's a guessing How game. He gonna you be can't he... keep guessing he, he right. And out. now
4: he's 7 and 1. He got, on. he got Google search up hey. talking about. I I put my answers in. You, you know, know what? You this him is him like in. the raffle. You have to be present to win. Yeah, he does <laughs> guess. Tyvis?
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> he's out.
2: By the way, I just got I just got marker on my shirt, which is why I cursed just now. Oh, we didn't hear that.
4: We, I heard it. I heard, oh. it. I heard it. I heard the numbers. Just so you
3: know, Tavis did go 7 and 1. We, we will garbage. see. I'm not, he's not counted here, but he's Good. 7 and 1. That's and I ridiculous. am calling. I, there
4: is
0: no way he went 7 and Let's 1. Go. And I did say,
3: go. you have. I gave him 90 seconds to send his answers in. He did send them back within 90 seconds. All right, we so don't he, care. He lo- he he's back. not here. He doesn't play. It's subject. Keep it moving. It's Charlie Hewlett. The long snapper, oh, Charlie. This Cleveland is. Browns. Oh, Steve, this let's play the music.
2: God in heaven. Let's start doing this with Guardians and Cavs players. We
3: are going to listen. These we stinky we Browns. Guardians are over. We're going to start doing some Cavs in here, but it, it's a little harder to find these facts than you may think. Trust me. So let's get to it. Steve, question number web. one: The Browns are the fourth team Charlie has played for in his NFL career. True or false? Damn.
2: long snappers they usually stay on one team but uh, Man, hold, on, hold on I think he's got a lifetime contract
3: Charlie. hold on G Bush is changing his answer Man, right. I have a feeling he's changing to the wrong answer everyone let's see false. false 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 and false and I wish you could I could say we were starting 4-0 but unfortunately we are all 0-4 yeah. huh. this
1: is, is his third What third
4: what does that mean Oh, 13. Said 13. Yeah, I knew okay. he played for a couple teams. I didn't okay. know it was three others. Four is a lot for a long snare. I mean, you snapping the ball up people's heads. He's been here like 32 seasons. Tivus
3: has texted the group and says, I can't believe y'all. I didn't even know who Charlie Hewlett was. <laughs>
0: He's and waiting. Okay. Haters. We so
3: love you. you
2: we so love you. you I don't <laughs> <laughs> unlike Jay. I don't
0: think he cheated, but he's not here. So he can't win. Flip a coin eight times and have it land on one of the other seven times. That's the odds of going seven and one on this game. I hear you. I, I don't, I, it I, it I don't think my man Tyvis would cheat. I believe him, but he's
2: not here. He doesn't get to win. Tough, yeah. tough, Question be number present, two. Rough. Tough toenails.
3: On our long snapper, Charlie
0: Hewitt. Charlie By the way, so is... he's already clinched a victory. At yes. least a share of a
4: victory. Yes,
3: he has. Charlie played his college football at the University of South Florida. True or false?
4: This is this is placebo. It's again, yes. it's flipping a coin. You're guessing. This placebo, the long step. He don't even got no athletic ability. You can't even deduce or get something on that. Can I see his picture? I mean,
2: maybe we can deduce something. He looks a <laughs> little like Jason. I'd like to see his picture again. Please. I'm better looking.
0: I think it, he looks yeah, a we'll, little we'll like Yeah, we'll go back, Jason. hold on. Jason, you could go as Charlie Hewlett. For, for Halloween and no one go would know who you're Anthony going
5: Anthony can go as Hedges.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got He's a, got a better
4: beard, game than I do. I got a. I got a whole scheme of Florida. he look like a here? Florida guy? He got a lumberjack face. Does Jason look like a Florida He does have a guy. lumberjack mm. face. All
3: right, is everybody ready? We're ready. Let's see. False, false. What is true? <laughs> and, boy, I can't I can't see both answers. False. false, false.
0: What is true?
3: Unfortunately, what is true? is incorrect. Ah! That's the correct answer. Jay's right. He did go to Central Florida, a night at heart.
0: There we go. See, that wasn't a guess for you. No, it, well, it wasn't. But I did the preseason games a couple of years ago. That's
4: kind of cheating, too. So I did, I did, I, I, I did, right I did kind of. That's
0: kind of cheating, bro. Yeah. All right. Question number three. Who else got that right?
4: Me. Everybody. Everyone but Jaycee. me.
0: <laughs> what is not you? <laughs> okay. Question number
3: three. Charlie is credited with 20 career special team stops during his Browns tenure. Is that a tackle, a stop? It's listed as a special team stop on what NFL. How is was a stop?
0: I think it's I'm a assuming distinction. It's a, it's a distinction from tackles in regular. Play. Ah, okay. Huh. I, a mean, warm. I mean, that's just, there's
5: no way you'd know that. Remind me to never fill in on a Wednesday, it's Thursday. I'd worst, I'm still stuck to it. Oh, yes. This. <laughs> That's
2: right. Mm. 20 feels like a real number. I feel like if they were making up a number, they wouldn't have picked an even 20.
4: But I don't know.
0: I'm so far in Bull's head, it is a
2: massive oh, yeah. I'm
0: thinking if you were making up a number, you wouldn't go with an even or you know, like a 5, 10, 15, 20. All right, let's see right.
3: everyone's answers. E. True, false, true, true. Three trues and a false, and we have three winners. Damn it. It is accurate. 20 career what special did you draw team there? stops. G Bush. <laughs> huh? <laughs> all right, G and I are tied at two. Five? Well, G, yeah, Wait, G and Bolt yeah, two. Yeah, and one. Jason and Jay have one. This sucks. <laughs> Next question. Let's take it here, Steve. Charlie made Conference USA's all conference team in each of his four seasons as a night at Central Florida. Look at that athletic build, by the way. Long snappers, just like us.
4: What is this? Let me get that again.
3: Charlie made the all-conference team all four years in Conference USA. Everybody ready? Yes. False, false. True and true split decision, Steve, let's see the results what, what here. You and oh! you can't are correct. Oh! <laughs> he only made the all conference team once in his four years as a knight. Nobody makes all conference four times. Yeah, no, that's, that's true. That. I think that's as a long snapper, really? maybe I could fool you guys.
0: Mm-hmm. But. What did you know? No, oh, because nobody is a long snapper as a freshman. Your long snapper is a senior that just didn't pan out. Well, maybe he wasn't, you know, a long snapper in college. Maybe he did other things. I'm guessing he wasn't a long
2: snapper yeah. in college. But I don't Alright, so what we got G with three. He was a
3: long snapper in college, by the way. G he with was, three, yeah, J and I with two,
2: did. and Jason with one. Jason with one. He was recruited as a tight end and never
0: saw a snap on offense. So wait, how many how many do I have? Three. You and I have two, Jason's got one.
3: Correct. Wow. Question
0: type went seven to one.
3: Yeah. Number four. Come on, dot. A year after first signing Houston. Is this question five? Question five, excuse me, yeah. yes. A year after first signing Hewitt, the Browns made him the highest paid long snapper in the NFL.
5: I'm just gonna Constanza this and go the opposite of what I really think of this.
2: <laughs> I think we can get high off these markers.
4: We're stopping bull. <laughs> No huffing. <laughs> no huffing. Give me Huff that again. Give me that again. I need it's it. It's the ultimate Cleveland Huff show. <laughs> you need the question again? Yes.
3: Uh, a year after first signing Hewitt, the Browns made him the highest-paid long snapper in the NFL. I'd like to take
0: this opportunity, while while uh, G. Bush is writing his dissertation on a true or false question, <laughs> to let you know that you, if you're not already subscribed Let's go. to uh, the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show on YouTube, hit. The subscribe button now, and also while you're at it, hit the notification button so you find out when we're going live. We go live all the time. Post-game shows, breaking news, 11 o'clock every Monday through Friday, sometimes when Bulls having a great dessert on Saturday. You never know. You never know. I'm going
2: to be doing a Dairy Queen special, by the way. Uh,
0: It's true. You can see great content. You know, we could do that. We we have to figure out a way where when we're at a particular event, because I did think about, you know, I'd like to go live from the dugout suite. Yeah. And just to kind of give people like a you feel could. for what that really right. looks like that to be, be cool. one you foot away from the on the deck. Wi-
2: the Wi Fi is probably bad there, right? Or no, no it really good. isn't. Oh, it's, it's pretty, isn't. pretty good. It's pretty good, yeah. Unlike the Brown Stadium. Is All right. Bad you ready Brown to answer Stadium. this
3: question real quick? Yeah, Let's, yes. do it. let's see the uh, results. I forgot the question
2: because. True, false, false, and false. come on! Oh. You already put it up so quick.
3: They, yeah. They, just so you know, they signed Hewlett, they cut Hewlett. They brought him back
2: and then. Look at G, has got a bull on there. <laughs> this is BS. Uh, that's some BS
0: right there. <laughs> you are winning. So ah. you got it.
4: So four. Yeah.
0: Three. Two. Two. One. One. Tybus, five.
4: Yeah, right. This is 36. <laughs> and I stole three bases. <laughs>
0: and I hit
3: Sandy Koufax's fastball yeah. 484 feet. All right, question number six. Charlie worked as a personal trainer at his local gym in Florida during the first offseason, or the first few off seasons of his NFL career.
4: That's a creeper move.
3: G-Bush, simple, true, or false will answer. I like the pictures, but
4: I'm sitting inside. We, sig- got, we got topics to get to. True.
3: Is everybody ready? Let's see the results here on the boards. True, true. Jason says, "I can't. This, I need a better view." This of This game sucks, true.
5: according to the one source told the athlete.
3: <laughs> False. Jason, this game may suck, but also you are the absolute worst we've ever had at this game because the answer is true.
4: Charlie did work as a personal trainer at his local gym. And I donate some of my drawing time to Jason's drawing time. <laughs> <laughs> the gentleman concedes his <laughs> time. Is this the last one or we have two more? <laughs> two more. Two I, more real that's quick. five right, for so I'm me. I'm
2: still alive. I'm still alive. G-Bush G Bush is four, on pace. Yes. three. Three. One. One. Wow.
0: You about to go. Hey! <laughs> I'm like the two and four Browns. I'm going to make a comeback. You here. can keep playing, but you're mathematically eliminated. <laughs>
3: You what's funny? When Polk filled in, he hated this too. It's whoever it, fills in is they just can't pick up the, the hang. It's it. the world's hardest game show. Yeah, Let's right, no take question it. number seven. Yeah. One of just three Browns or Charlie is one of just three Browns to play in 100 consecutive games since the team moved back to Cleveland. One of three. Is that true? Or is that false?
2: Number seven looks like a fake player who's a model for a picture. He's stuck in. Uh, he's stuck in. It's, it's London. The Scottish Hammer.
0: Got a sham. Did he ever get out of there? I thought he's back punting for some team. No, well, no, he's playing he's the Giants, oh. Giants. But yeah, yeah, yeah. when they went to when they went to England to play, yes, he made it back. He they goofed back. up yeah. his visa oh, and I they really? couldn't yeah. get him back in the country for like five days at least. He's he played. is back. Well, okay. not say it. I know too much about the Scottish hammer. <laughs> wait. All right, let's see Wait, wait, answer. hold
2: on, hold on. I I forgot the question.
3: <laughs> Charlie's one of just three Browns oh. to play in a hundred consecutive. games. What have games you been doing the over I there? Was, i was
2: too
0: busy staring at the Scottish hammer. Uh, Pause. <laughs> 100 games. It's another quote board material for Bull. Mm-hmm. I was too busy staring at the Scottish answer. I
5: went I went true, so you're screwed.
3: True, true. G. Bush said false. And for the first time today, G. Bush is wrong while the rest of the panel is no, right. G. Bush it is got the true. first one but wrong. But he got right,
0: the first man. one wrong, too.
3: both all of us. i saying is as, as an individual lone wrong answer. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So Which I'm still Attention.
2: J and G are tied. I'm only one back. So And this is the last question. This is the last you question. You ready, dogs? If I get it right and they both get it wrong, it's a three-way tiebreaker.
0: So let, let's just Steve team Steve Becker, up, start so looking we'll up
2: a... So that's a bad win. job <laughs> out of you
0: guys.
4: Play legit. Too legit that, to quit. That's a bad job out of you like guys. Like we play, play
0: Monopoly. Do some deals with me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll give you Park Place for the railroad. <laughs> no. I just can't let my brother win. Let's go. The Quill's
3: in the chat playing with us, by the way. What's up, the Quill? Hey, be uh, tuning in. What's his in record? Tomorrow.
0: What's his record? Oh, we just
3: asked. We'll get, we'll get an update in a okay. second. Okay,
0: okay. He's certainly not
3: tied with 7-1, though. How
0: freaking cool is that dude? Yeah, he's yeah, the He's absolute best. Be the the best. Cool he's just dropping in the show to watch on a day that he's not even on. That's All
3: right, last question. This could be the tiebreaker here. Charlie Hewlett's father is a self-proclaimed Chuck Norris superfan, which is oh. why he named his son Charlie. Is that true, or did I make that up?
2: I'm just thinking about what J and G are going to say, because hopefully they'll say the same thing.
0: Jason's going to get this one. I, I have a good feeling Jason's going to. Well, well, if we make it worth seven points, he can win. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get crazy. But... Oh, I hope G and Jason said the same thing. It's the opposite of me. And I'm right. Come on now. Is everybody ready? Well, I can tell you definitively you're not winning. You guys picked different answers? Yeah. You not on purpose. Answers. Not on purpose. I wrote mine down and he had his down and I just, uh, I, I, I snuck a beat. All right, let's see the answers.
3: False. True. True. And Jason has. True also. True. So last question, G. Bush was the loner. He got yeah. it wrong. On this question, G. Bush is a loner. And Steve, take it. You got it right. He's the people's oh! champ.
4: Oh! He is the people's champ.
3: The quote went four and four for the record. Tyvis went seven and one allegedly. Mm. I was five and three. Tyvis seven and one. I, I went, actually believe Tybus, uh, do I, you? I, I do
5: believe him. He didn't cheat. I
3: went two and six.
4: I'd like to trade Kareem Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to uh, first of all, this is mom. These are good boards. I would like to think um the, the number seven. I would like to think the letter K. You went seven and one, too. No, no, oh, I was 6 two. And two. Six and two. two. All right. But I also would like to thank Sammy Sosa. Right now, Tyvus is yelling in his house. No one's there. No one can hear him. Going crazy. He's yelling, that's some BS right there. Man, that's crazy. Didn't give me what I deserved. (laughs) And I got a Tupac hat on. (laughs) You guys want to hear the
3: tiebreaker question in case it went there? Just real quick. Yeah.
0: Uh, True or false?
3: Charlie's real name is Robert.
0: That's false. True. No, that's false. It's true. What the hell? How did he get Charlie from Robert?
3: I don't know, but Steve Becker just texted us a tiebreaker question. He says it's true, and he's my boss, so Steve Becker's never lied before. All right. Wow. Shout out to Steve Becker. Uh, yeah, we yeah. talked a lot of Cavs off the top of the show.
4: Oh, I,
2: I know we that's said we were so going to get back to it, that but. That will never get old, will. No, it won't. His Phillies got spanked last night, though.
3: I know we're going to get back to the Cavs, but I think we have to talk about Jose Ramirez playing through the second half of the we season do. with a hand injury. So yeah, we, we, we talked a lot of Cavs. Well, we ended up
2: doing a lot of Cavs early. Yeah, so, we so, we kind so, of, so let's kind of shoot All the, the meat off of that to, bone. Uh, the news came you know, out Moses, yesterday.
0: Yeah. I wasn't completely surprised by no. this. You probably weren't either. No. Anybody that's watched him closely this year knew that there was something wrong. Um, he's going to have postseason surgery on his right hand. It was an issue for a while. I, I dug up some numbers pre all-star break. He had 19 home runs and hit 288 post all-star break 10 home runs. Two sixty nine. He got off that bonker start this year. He was on pace, but he was healthy. And if you look at his OPS,
2: like just his 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 uh, extra base hit production. Yeah, there we go. Went way down. Yeah. So his OPS before those missed games was not was over a thousand, and then after it was seven sixty, which is still better than average, but that's only a little better than average. Over a thousand is like ridiculous. But you
0: know what? My love for the guy just went through the roof even more, if that's possible. Because he's your best player. He took a hometown discount. He plays harder than any superstar in baseball, in my opinion. If you can tell me a superstar that plays harder than him, I'll listen. And he's been injured, and he knows that if his bat came out of this lineup, that's why I think I know he's not going to win MVP. Yeah. But what he brings to this team is as valuable as what any other player in baseball brings to their team, maybe with the exception of Otani, just because of what he does. But I how mean, the he, guy's he, been hurt yeah. and no one knew it. And, and he we, played through and it.
4: unlike so, others. He doesn't talk switch, about his injuries, so right in a baseball bat. Like I don't under you. <laughs> I don't understand how you even was gripping a bat. You know, when it's cold outside and you hit a off the <sighs> end of the bat and it just kills your hands. You aren't kidding. You got it. You talk about your thumb and he switch hits and he steals bases. He's and diving he head first. That broken bat single he had in game five. Oh, that had to hurt. <laughs> you because yeah. oh. He broke it right like, at oh. the hands. Listen, that's crazy. Like, I done broke or dislocated pretty much every one of my fingers except for like my pinky fingers. And I remember just like I don't I was clueless because I didn't start playing football till I was like fourteen. And I like dislocated my finger and I was just like I I'm done. I gotta get out the game. And they was like, nah dislocated. Fingers don't count. Get back in. <laughs> <They don't count. laughs> and I was just like, all right. Well, then, then, from that point on, it was just like, all right, well, fingers don't count. Which they didn't. <laughs> fingers don't count. <laughs> fingers don't count, bro. You can tear your finger off. That's a that
2: t-shirt. Was... Fingers don't count.
4: <laughs> right, that's... Ronnie Lott. Lott cut the tip of his pinky. Right. Room. Yeah. And, and was like, whatever. They tell you to practice and everything. Yeah. I used to put like, don't, OSHA, you cool. I used to put like illegal things. I used to get like tape rolls and hard things to, I like made my own little like cast inside my glove because you used to just hit stuff and it was just right now I can't wear none of my rings none of them most of them don't go in the right hands because you just break your knuckles and they swell during the winter so
2: no yeah. I don't he, know he, how you, but he, yeah, he, it's, it's, he played through it it is amazing that he did because as you said they they needed him big time and the good news is it's not supposed to he's gonna be you know obviously rehab and stuff but it, it should, won't impact he'll be ready next for the spring year. yeah yeah
0: so I mean, I just my my respect for this guy continues to go up, and I'll tell you too. The the one thing that I haven't talked a lot about the the being in that dugout suite, but you hear a lot of things, a lot of things that you just you you never hear during a game. You would never even see because the camera is never on the on deck guy. Mm -hmm. Jose, when he is in that on deck circle, is constantly yelling messages of positivity to the hitter in the box constantly. Mm. And most guys don't. Frankie did that a couple of years ago. I noticed that Frankie would do that a lot too. Mm -hmm. That's something that you do when you're in little league. You do it in high school, even probably college, but he's constantly being the guy who's trying to pick up his teammates. Guy swings at a bad ball. Yeah. Lay off that. You know, obviously we know that, but when you hear the you know, the best player on the team is right. in the on-deck circle. And the other thing, too, is that you really get a sense of when a player is two feet away from you is I was I marvel at how all of these guys really handle the pressure in the moment. Like, you can tell when a guy has a look on his face. Like, Savali had that look in game right. five, and yeah. we all knew it. Right. I'm staring these guys square in the eyes. I'm literally closer than I am to you right now. Yeah. And these guys look like they're getting ready to take us family picnic softball yeah. game at bat. It's just that, stunning, but it particularly him.
2: Yeah, I mean, I guess that's what makes one of the many, many reasons that he's so special is that the moment right. doesn't get to him, right? And he's just, he plays a certain way. He plays that certain way all the time. It doesn't matter if he's not. And like baseball players, you know, you play, Jay, is like they, they that's the grind of the season, right? There's some guys that just want to play every day. They want to be out there every day and they got to be hurting. You know, we think of, Guys hurting from football, which is obviously a much more physical sport. But if you're playing any sport every day for six months, you're going to have bumps and bruises. It's impossible.
0: Aside from the fatigue and hitting a wall. Yes. Where, you know, you just – Every year I play in a tournament in Florida where we play – If we win and we keep winning, you play eight games in seven days. And every year by Thursday – And now I'm 57 years old. I used to do these in my 30s and I didn't feel this way. But every year by Thursday – I'm taping myself up in the dugout, looking around at other guys that are over 40, and yeah. I'm saying, I don't know how I'm gonna get through today, and it's Thursday, and right. the, that's when the really big games start, because then you're into 16 teams left, and then the, the semifinal, quarterfinals, semifinals, championship yeah. game, when you need to be at your best. These guys are doing it 162 games in 175 well, days. And in the middle of the summer with these heavy uniforms, and you know.
2: it's
4: Man, I, I, The th- grind
0: is
2: real. Yeah.
4: You know, well, <laughs> My brother said something, so he had like like two microfracture surgeries in his knee, like when he uh, when he played football. He hasn't had the cumulative amount of, of surgeries, but he's offensive alignment, so he has more weight. Micros-
0: mic- micro microfracture is the real deal, though. Yeah,
4: it's it's he 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 ended up being done. Like he just had microfracture surgery and he couldn't play anymore. Um, but he would tell his wife was like, uh, "So how do you feel?" And he she he said something that I totally identified with. He was like, "Well, every day is the same, like." usually if i told somebody if we switched bodies like with somebody else and they just morphed into my body and i got theirs they would go into shock because they would be like what the heck is wrong with me because you you always it all there's always some level of pain like you go to the doctor you say like, what's your pain one to, one to ten you're like it's always at a resting five or six it, you know but you live mm. with the five or six you it just becomes get it. relative to yeah, you. Six. on the micro
0: thing i don't know how old your brother is, is uh 30 years. you. Okay, I think Amari Stoudemire was the first NBA player to yeah. ever have microfracture and come back from it. Yeah, I've had it. And the, the whole idea is they drill into the bone, they want it to bleed out and create some artificial cushion there. They don't do it anymore. It doesn't do it. Yeah, I mean, it it's it? better than the alternative, which yeah. is nothing, but it is a real grind coming it's back. It's weird right. that they can't come up with another. I know it is. You know what the they did? They, my science, son had this yeah, done. Yeah. I, think it's, I think it's junk science. I don't know. But... Right before the Olympic trials in 21. He had a torn labrum in his hip and he knew that Mm -hmm. and They were trying everything they could they were you know He had the shots that last a couple of months. It it wore off right before the trials. They were injecting rooster cone Which is rooster cone? Rooster cone nose Some sort of material from the if there's a doctor watching and you want to hit us up on a chat and let me know that this guy wasn't just a complete quack. I mean, it's the U.S. Olympic doctors. I can't imagine that it was quackery, but it's crazy. Yeah. And it's supposed to provide some cushion and some relief where there's bone on bone pain. He was like you, you just grind through it. When you work, like in the case of trying to make the Olympic team, literally you're working your whole life for one, one shot for for, for one meet. Imagine if all the practices you ever had were leading up to one performance. So at that point, it's mind over matter. Yeah, I heard. Yeah. But he jumped twenty-seven-three with the hip labor and torn, yeah. which is his personal record, which is still That's like amazing. ninth best in the history yeah. of the United States. But he knew he can't think about the hip pain. Yeah. So he was taking. He, he asked the doctor, "Is there anything else? No. Is this proven? There's. It's questionable. I'll take it. Yeah. Right. It beats. It, it gives me a chance. Yeah." And so then, can you push that out of your pain? Mm. But that's what Jose was doing. Jose was, you know, it hurt. Trust me, it hurt. Right. If it needs surgery, it it's it's it hurts. Yeah. There's pain involved. And when you hit, a, you're exactly right. When you hit a baseball bat mm. with a baseball. That, if you hit it flush, you, you don't even feel good, it. Yes. There's no. I've always said there's no greater feeling oh, in the world hit than swing. hitting a home run. Yeah. You never have to look. Uh-uh. You automatically know that it it's jumps. a home run. There's no vibration. It is when the fat part of the ball hits the fat part of the bat, and, and you held nothing back on the swing. And But when you don't, and, and there's more often mm-hmm. than not that you don't, obviously – it, there is vibration, and when it's cold, that oh. vibration becomes oh, your worse. hurt. I yeah. can only imagine how it felt for him hitting oh. in the cold weather
4: Sunday night, Saturday night. Yeah, at Progressive. And field. it's cold. It's, 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 he's he in the field. He dove four, five, six times. I know, right?
0: and not once did I see him go.
4: Right now, and every it's throw amazing. was on point.
5: Every throw was on point. Every yeah, throw,
4: every throw. right throw. hand, right. Yeah, right is, hand. Oh.
0: Yeah, he's a badass. His, I'm not a I lie. don't know where he's going to when he's done. I don't know where he's going to rank in the pantheon of Cleveland sports greats. Because if you did a Mount Rushmore right now, I don't know that he would be on it. It would be really hard for him to be on it. Of, of, what about if just Guardians slash Indians? He's on my Mount Rushmore right now for Guardians slash Indians. In my lifetime. I only do my lifetime. I always say, there's,
2: there's a and
0: all kinds of Hall of Famers. Yeah, but we're yeah.
2: saying, I'm saying, oh, I agree, only in my I, yeah, lifetime. I, because I, I, I can't really judge Bob Feller against, Bob Feller you know, against
0: yeah. Corey Kluber. But if right, I didn't
2: see Larry Doby play, so. no.
0: So it's really hard for me to say. Obviously, yeah. historically, Jim Brown's going to be on anybody's Mount Rushmore. Jim Brown played in my lifetime. I just never, I don't, I didn't see him play. I don't remember him playing. I was and, one. If nobody's got a good final take, I think we should quickly. No, do Jason. It. Jason has a final take. He oh, wants to get Okay, up, so. I got one. Sorry. I got yeah. one. Wait, well, go ahead. we oh, can do that, that the and the other final take, we can do our Mount Rushmore yeah. of Cleveland sports. Yeah. Because yeah. that's always a fascinating conversation. Yeah. Well, but what about each sport individually? Like, who would? You... Well, that's a longer we, we conversation. We can save that. Yeah, that, I think that, today that's a we long... could. You do your final take, and I think yeah. the three of us, and you can too, yeah. give if your Mount to... Rushmore of Cleveland sports God. in our lifetimes. Yeah, okay. we'll say right. mid seventies till now. Oh, you want to go mid seventies? So that no, would, that's most that would lifetime. Me. Well, right. I know I was born in '65, and I don't remember Jim Brown playing. So right, let's right. go '75 and on. Okay, all right. Go ahead, Jason. All right, final take. Yeah, Expect me
5: coming up with this. Mount Rushmore thing. Y'all are talking about. No, you
0: do your final take. And then yeah. we'll, we will, uh, you can think about it. We'll pass background. our final takes and that our we'll that, spend that. The last couple of minutes talking about our Mount Rushmores.
5: Okay. Well, I, I want to do this final take because it kind of dawned on me watching game five. Obviously I wasn't in here yesterday and there was the big debate about Savali versus Shane Bieber and Bob Costa said something during the broadcast and I sat on my couch and went, of course that's why tito didn't start shane Bieber. so let me try and unpack this as quickly as i can bob said if you go back terry said one of the reasons in the days leading up and even uh before game five just his why he didn't want to use shane on short rest and he said he was trying to protect his future and in, you know he's got a bright future ahead of him he's trying to protect his future i'm paraphrasing but that's it and by the way this is my own personal observation no one from the organization told me this no one from the organization would ever say this it's about money when you look at the fact that uh shane has not signed that big contract yet this was the first year of his arbitration where he actually made millions the rest of his career he's made hundreds of thousands of dollars he hasn't signed that big contract yet and when bob costas said during the the broadcast i don't know if anyone picked it up on or not he said he was in terry francona's office and tito and bob wouldn't reveal who the pitcher was but he said, Tito during a playoff run earlier in his managerial career had a veteran pitcher come to him and say, listen, I've made my contract, I've made my money, I'm good, use me as much as you want, don't kill any of these kids. And I went, of course, it's about the money. Shane hasn't signed that big deal yet. And not only has he not signed that big deal, the Guardians tried signing him to that big deal. They offered him more than Blake Snell made off the raise when Snell won his MVP. I'm sorry, his Cy Young Mm -hmm. award, and Shane rejected the offer. So Terry Francona, in my opinion, not only is protecting Shane from Shane, he's protecting him knowing the Guardians probably aren't the team that's gonna give him the big dollar contract, the big money. And yet he's still going out of his way to protect him. A lot of teams wouldn't look at it that way. A lot of teams would look at it and go, listen, he doesn't want our money. We got him left for two years. This is a really big game. We're gonna run him out there. But coming off the shoulder injury of last year, and the fact that they've sort of protected him as much as they have to this point, they weren't going to turn around now. If, and you may say, what's the big deal about pitching one game on three days rest? When you already have one major shoulder injury, if he comes down with a second injury, if it's another shoulder, if it's an elbow, Shane has probably lost the vast majority of his big payday. Mike Clevenger went through that. He's had two Tommy Johns now. He's never going to get a long-term contract. He rejected the Indians offer a few years ago. And he, I'm sure he regrets it today. Now, Shane didn't have Tommy John, but I'm just saying, he's had one significant injury. If he has another one, it's going to be very difficult for him to earn the type of money he's probably looking at. So when everyone screams at Terry Francona and says, why did you start Aaron Savali? Why did not you start your ACE? It's because Terry Francona, in my opinion, is predicting Shane Bieber's payday. That's coming in a couple of years, even though it's probably not coming from the guardians. And to that, I salute Terry Francona.
0: Yeah, here, here. A um, couple of quick thoughts on that because I've been thinking a lot about that. I think, I think there's something to that. It's always money based. With, with always player follow like that. the money. I'm always guessing it may have money. been Kurt Schilling who was the player that came to Tito. I don't know. Right. That's a That's Schilling a thing to do. That's a good guess. I would say on the Bieber point, there's also value to the Guardians in keeping him healthy. Yes. If he pitched and tore up his shoulder and needed surgery again. The value they would get for him when they trade him.
2: That's true. Would
0: also go down. So there was some self-service in there too. Yes. But I also think the bigger play for Terry was, I got to think about this young man. It is, you know, yes, everybody wants to end this drought. Yes. But he also was probably looking ahead. So do we have a chance against (coughs) Houston if he can't start game (coughs) one or two? Because he would have been out for one and two. Right. So, he's probably like, I'm going to play the long game here. And one other thing that we really haven't talked about on the show yet that I think weighed into Terry's thinking. Go back to 2016, starting Corey Kluber in Game 7 on short rest. He gave well, up a Corey lead Corey Kluber
2: off. had thrown a short rest a number of times in that postseason. I know he had. And yeah. it
0: gets, it's more likely to get you when you do that do on multiple, multiple occasions. Time. And he was
2: just out but of gas.
0: I, I have to think that that's fresh in Terry's mind, too. The first hitter of the game had a home run in Game Seven off Kluber. Extra Fowler. Kluber was yeah. was
4: terrible. Kluber and Miller were at a game. I, a I, actually, they were. I was they say, were. Miller, yeah. he was like the greatest pitcher in the world for the, a year. And, and then just. Around in that game. And then after that, I don't. Even, after 2016, what, what, what happened? They, he went to the card. Cardinals. Cardinals. Yeah. Well, he was
0: done.
5: He wasn't as effective. He, he was never the here. same guy. He wasn't <clears> done, <throat> but he was never the dominant. He was No, he was not.
0: Now, the one other thing too on that is. I, I believe that it, Terry had a lot to think about, and we can all you know, play armchair quarterback. We talked about this on the show yesterday. I, I think the way to go was to list the available start pitchers, your available pitchers, and I would not have put Bieber on that list because the decision was an organizational decision. We're not going to make him available. He would have been at, 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 down at the very bottom as a tie game 17th inning, mm-hmm. right, obviously all hands on deck, but I would have put from one to seven with one being the pitcher I trust the most and then in descending order and it would have been class a, and I know would have put a number of innings I can expect from him two number two Hentges I can stretch him to three mm-hmm. number three Karen one number four Morris I don't know I don't know. I put Stefan up there. Stefan would have, yeah, Stefan for Stephen sure. Steffen Pryor had a Karen Jack. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Stefan, yeah, Morris, Morgan, and and add those innings up, and then I would have said I'm going to do something super unconventional. Yeah,
2: all bullpen, all bullpen games. Yeah, I'm just going to start Hentges.
0: Yeah, and see what happens. Or Morgan because he had. Or Morgan experience. because he was a starter last yeah. year. Yeah. But but, and on that list of guys I trust the most. Savali's not in the top seven. No, he's not. And I, I said
5: on the show before the rainout, the innings that concerned me the most were the Savali innings. You mm-hmm. have to get yeah. survive those. But in your instance, I don't think it matters who you put. It's the fact that it's the first inning and you're the first one picking that ball up off the mound. Yep. Yes, and the nerves that come with it. It's different when you're the second guy and the third it is, guy. Of course, it's but no at least matter, the
2: other guys had pitched in the series. They had
5: and, and, they, Morgan and they were has started
0: before yeah. and so had just came up and just come in and pitch Yes, he was a starter. And last year. Is a starter. I, I, I know that this sounds crazy and you guys, I wouldn't blame me if you didn't believe me, but I, I uttered the word when after the first walk on four pitches. I was on the air. <clears> I, was, I was doing the 4 o'clock show. It was, I was miserable, but we were in a tape piece, and I was able to see the game on the monitor across the studio. And I swear to you, at 4-0, oh, on the four-pitch walk, I said, pull him. Yeah. Pull him. It was obvious the moment was too big for him.
4: Out of here. I know I it would actually, have been
0: humiliating for Savali. I don't care. I actually thought the first pitch was a strike. I, I did, too. And I, I thought, thought it was oh, two. man, this isn't good. If he's not going to get that pitch, he's screwed. Yeah, they're going <laughs> to squeeze him. And then he struck out Judge and... Our floor director who's yeah. a big Guardians fan looked at me and said, "You still want to take him out?" And sure I do. said, "I do." <laughs> I do. And that was his only good that pitch to Judge was a good pitch only actually. One. It was a And, but the, then, and that was the 3-2, but he got he right. went 3-2 to Judge, I think. Right.
2: He did. And then And then he, he walked the
0: next guy well, and I'm like, he "Okay." Yeah, Hit Rizzo. Yeah, I hit Rizzo. And he, he had him two-two-two. I two, think. yes. And but when he, he hit, hit him, up.
4: I just thought, yeah, so when he "This hit is where him, he goes sideways." He got to take at that point I would have took him out. I sailed. I mean, it's
0: easy to say that now. It is. And I, and I said yesterday on the show too, Jay. I don't want. I hope he's not getting beat beat up too badly by our fans, because I'm not suggesting that he is going to walk away. But Terry has had health issues in the past. He's got nothing to prove. He's a Hall of Fame manager. Yeah, he'd love to win this and be hard to walk away from a team so young. Yeah. But to put all of this on Terry's feet, uh, he, he he got way more out of this team than though, anyone though. thought that he. And you can't yeah. kill him for one decision. No, no you I just totally can't. agree.
5: I think he'll be back next year. Uh, I don't know beyond that. I'm not even convinced next year he's back, but I do You're think You're not oh, convinced. really? No, I think he is. I think he is. Right.
0: Doesn't he seem like a guy that never wants to retire, or he's not, I guess not? He also yes. seems like a guy, a guy that, want, that loves life, loves to have fun, and this isn't fun. This, <laughs> this is a grind.
5: But this is his life. He loves nothing more than getting to the ballpark at 10 a.m., 11 a.m. for a 7 o'clock game. And you know he know where walks I think around in his stop. slides. Really?
4: Oh, yeah. I, I, what are you doing at 10 o'clock? He puts it his feet up on the It's all he's ever done. Yeah. It's all he's ever He done. walks around
5: in his slides and his athletic shorts and he reads the whatever he's reading. And, like, that's, that's his house.
0: It really is like his house. Yeah. I, I, I tell you, um, from working with him on the TV side, I think, I hope his next stop is in the broadcast booth as an A color commentator. Because I know John Smoltz, I think John Smoltz does an amazing job, um, but I would love to to hear Tito and his <clears> input during a World Series when all of these decisions are being micromanaged by the viewers. Yeah.
5: you know why I think he won't. He refuses. He has no. He interest won't sell
0: out in second guessing another manager. He says yeah. it all the time. And he, and you can be that guy. You can say, look, there are three decisions to make here, yeah. and none of them are wrong. This is what I would do. Yeah, that's invaluable to the viewer. I think
2: any good manager would be a good broadcaster.
0: I totally agree. I just don't. The good
2: managers. Joe Madden
0: would also. I'd like to hear him. Yeah, Joe Madden. He'd be good. Um, We got three minutes. Do you have your uh, mouth? Save it for a day. We can dig into it. Save it for a day. We can dig into it. Yeah. Also, also, I think that's one that's a good social play. Yeah. So we can put that out there and ask all of our viewers what they think it is. I'm definitely putting Peyton Hillis on there, no doubt. Well. I've got Johnny Manziel. Yeah. Oh. We should have a Mount Rushmore of losers and then of one-hit wonders. A, a Mount Rushmore of, of losers. Of losers, like, like you know. Because oh, yeah. now we might need 20 faces for that one.
2: Yeah. At least. <laughs> <Near you soon>. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big. mountain.
0: a you soon. It's a big mountain.
5: Probably
0: not
3: next week. Probably in two weeks. But we'll yeah. get it. We got a bi- We got uh, Jim Tressel and Mayor Bibb next week. So. Right. Oh, nice. Yep. Very nice.
0: I so love we'll, Mayor we'll, Bibb. We'll, we'll squeeze him in later. And Jim Tressel is. Is he in studio? No. Damn. And we okay.
3: purposely scheduled him on a day. Jason's not here, so you're welcome, Jason. Yeah, Shout out to him. the mayor. He was on
0: the list. Yeah, yeah. No, I I've heard you, you guys didn't get along so two.
4: He was on the um, 22 most interesting, or uh, 32 most interesting people. The challenge for Cleveland is going to be yes. keeping him
0: more than one term. Mm. He's got Senate on his mind, he has White House on his mind. Hmm. Oh, okay. We'll yeah. see. He He's out
3: next Wednesday. We will get to that with him, but we'll see y'all tomorrow. Okay,
0: one quick thing. Don't forget to subscribe. Hit the bell. Hit the bell. Get the notifications. We should get a counter. We are 22 hours away from our next broadcast. Have a great rest of your Thursday. We will see you tomorrow. It's Friday.